Trapcast Express. Trapcast Express, it's Saturday, February 20th, 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, the three days of darkness are upon us. I'm talking about the Religious Education Congress currently underway in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. No one knows just what religion they're actually educating people in, but one thing's pretty certain. It's not Catholicism. Now, this event takes place every year, and if you want to know just how bad it is, you can go to YouTube and put in Los Angeles Religious Education Congress. You'll discover a mountain of the worst the Vatican II sect has to offer in the United States, especially in terms of liturgy. Now, this year, because of COVID, the entire conference is taking place only online, okay, virtually. And so on Thursday, I tuned in live to the opening ceremony in progress, and I discovered that I was one of 133 people watching. Yeah, I was among the privileged few. And in case you're wondering why I would tune in to something so cringy as the LA Religious Ed Conference, well, it's because a special guest had been announced for the opening festivities. Can you guess who it might be? Of course, it was your favorite Argentinian apostate, the Frankster, Jorge Bergoglio, also known by his stage name, Pope Francis. And uh, he had a very important contribution to make. He had recorded a five-minute video message, and I warned you not to watch it because that's five minutes of your life you'll never be able to get back. Folks, it takes a special kind of talent to speak for five minutes without saying anything. I mean, this message could not have been any more vapid, any more useless, empty, and without substance than this insufferable delivery of meaningless bromides about dreaming and building tomorrow and fraternity and journeys and whatnot. Let me give you some examples. I'm using the translation straight from the Vatican website. He starts out with a quote from his new encyclical Fratelli Tutti, and he loves quoting himself, saying that, quote, every woman and man and every new generation brings the promise of new relational, intellectual, cultural, and spiritual energies, unquote. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Then he mentions the pandemic and says, quote, Faced with this and other situations, it is necessary to build tomorrow, to look to the future, and to do so, it takes effort, strength, and dedication on the part of everyone, unquote. I mean, just profound stuff, right? Who else could have told us this if not Mr. Bergoglio? Then the usual fluff about closeness and accompaniment and all that before he gets to the ultimate revelation from the God of Surprises. Quote, you never come out of a crisis the same, unquote. <laughs> I'm not sure I can go on here, folks. I'm just totally in awe over this profound spiritual wisdom and I don't know, but if you're driving right now, you may want to pull over because it's going to get even deeper. The Frankster proceeds with three more quotes from Fratelli Tutti, in one of which he reminds us that it is important 
to dream together because we need to be looking ahead which is funny because I always thought that the way to get ahead was to quit dreaming and start dealing with the world as it is. Now, for the grand finale, Francis tells the youth to, quote, be the poets of a new human beauty, a new fraternal and friendly beauty, unquote. You know, I think he's running out of metaphors. It's tough. Considering how much he talks, always coming up with new figures of speech is not easy. So while last time it was about, whatever, weaving the fabric of the future or something like that, now it's about being the poets of beauty. I told you it was going to be a waste of your time to listen to this guy. Well, but then it is Lent, and uh, mortification of the ears is uh, one of the things we're supposed to be doing. Anyway, as always, Francis' message was thoroughly naturalist. The supernatural was completely absent. Sure, he did mention God, but once again, God was used only as basically an advertising character to help promote his message, which was entirely focused on this world. There was nothing there about eternity, about sanctifying grace, about the salvation of souls, about the cross— or anything remotely like that. The message was entirely mundane, and it might as well have been written by an Anglican, a Lutheran, a Unitarian, or a Freemason. Well, I guess it was, but... Hey, that brings me to another incredibly deep and meaningful message that Francis gave uh, back in September of last year. It was September 5th, 2020, And Francis spoke briefly to participants in the sporting initiative, We Run Together. Now, there's nothing wrong with that initiative. It's quite a good thing, actually, bringing able-bodied and disabled athletes together for sports. Great thing. But once again, Francis only commented on the mundane aspects that brings. Social friendship, building bridges, fraternity, blah, blah, blah. Now, keep in mind, he claims to be the Pope, and most of the world thinks he is the Pope. He could have used the opportunity to first commend the participants for the great work they're doing on a natural level, and then raised them to the supernatural level by reminding them that although sport is well and good, the most important thing is that we run the race for the incorruptible crown of eternal life. And he's urging them to do just that because ultimately all merely human works will end in death. Remember in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verses 24 through 27, St. Paul talks about that. And he uses running in a race, competing like an athlete as a metaphor for our struggle in this life to attain the beatific vision in heaven. Here are the exact words of St. Paul. Quote, Know you not that they that run in the race all run indeed, but one receiveth the prize. So run that you may obtain. And every one that striveth for the mastery refraineth himself from all things, and they indeed that they may receive a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible one. I therefore so run, not as at an uncertainty. I so fight, not as one beating the air, but I chastise my body and bring it into subjection, 
lest perhaps when I have preached to others, I myself should become a castaway. Unquote. And again, that's 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. So Francis could have beautifully used that to encourage the athletes to not remain on the level of the natural, but use their activity and all their actions for the glory of God, making them availing unto eternal life through God's grace. And then he could have told them that the only way to do that is in the Catholic Church, which alone is the ark of salvation established by God. Francis could have said that. How beautiful that would have been. The athletes would have not merely received the legitimate praise that they did get, but would have left edified by by what they heard, and seeds for conversion would have been planted if Francis had said that. Of course, he didn't. Instead, he said, quote, With God's help, we run together for fraternity and human dignity. Unquote. And there you see it again. He briefly invokes God, but not as the end to which all human activity should ultimately be directed, but merely as the advertising character for his false Masonic gospel of dignity and fraternity. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the difference between a Catholic and a naturalist. The Catholic is ultimately concerned about the life to come, about salvation, about the sanctification of souls, and seeks to draw people to that end. The naturalist is ultimately concerned only with making this world a better place. And that is Jorge Bergoglio to a T. All right, one more thing. On February 2nd, 2021, the so-called Catholic News Agency published an article with this headline, Vatican Cardinal, protecting Catholic doctrine will always be necessary. Yeah, especially with Bergoglio running the show. Now, this came from an interview that Jesuit Louis Ladaria had given to Vatican News. Ladaria is the current head of the Congregation for the Destruction of the Faith, which was once upon a time headed by Joseph Ratzinger. That congregation is the Novus Ordo equivalent to what used to be the Vatican Holy Office. Ladaria said, quote, Our mission is to promote and protect the doctrine of the faith, a task that will always be necessary in the Church, which has the duty to transmit the teaching of the apostles to new generations. Unquote. Now, I bring this up because of the absurdity of it. You know, like that den of apostates in Rome has any regard for the teaching of the apostles. Club Francis believes in freedom of conscience and religion. The apostles did not. Club Francis believes in ecumenism and interreligious dialogue. The apostles did not. Club Francis believes that sometimes God wants people to commit adultery. That's definitely not what the apostles taught. Club Francis believes the death penalty is not permissible. Wherever they got that idea, it's not from the apostles. At this point, Club Francis even believes that God has willed a diversity of religions, just as he's willed a diversity of races and sexes and languages. Is anyone so foolish as to think that the apostles preached a diversity of religions? Didn't think so. What the apostles did teach, on the other hand, is the following. 
It comes from St. Paul's second letter to St. Timothy, chapter 4, verses 3 to 4. Quote, For there shall be a time when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires they will heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and will indeed turn away their hearing from the truth, but will be turned unto fables. Unquote. And that harmonizes perfectly with what St. Paul wrote to the Galatians, chapter 1, verses 8 and 9, quote, But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach a gospel to you besides that which we have preached to you, let him be anathema. As we said before, so now I say again, if anyone preach to you a gospel besides that which you have received, let him be anathema, unquote. Talk about the teaching of the apostles. Tratcast Express is a production of Novos Ordo Watch. Check us out at tratcast.org, and if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novosordowatch.org slash donate.